millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. PN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Red Pill 78. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this is another edition of Red Pill News for Friday Night Livestream. Joining me in the studio tonight, returning guests, Chris Burgard and Nick Searcy, the creator and the narrator of the awesome, really important political documentary on January 6th, Capital Punishment. In my opinion, I'm sure you guys are right there on the same page. This is one of the most important pieces of American filmmaking, certainly in my lifetime, uh, because it highlights some of the most incredible injustices that have happened in our nation in recent memory. It's uh, super important that you help us out tonight by sharing this show Put it out there on your favorite social media platform. Help us get the word out. And if you're watching on Rumble or you're watching on Getter, watching on the Foxhole, give me a like. Certainly appreciate it. All right. Do me a favor, guys. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and we're going to be right back with Chris and Nick after this. So here's a pretty shocking statistic. One in four people suffer from chronic pain. In fact, it's one of the largest issues that's plaguing America. Chronic pain is relentless. It's unbearable and it's overbearing. But luckily, new studies reveal there just might be a cure. CBD oil is showing real promise thanks to its thousands of user testimonies and a lot of research to back it up. And when it comes to CBD oil, there is no better one than natural hemp oil. 
Their product is held to the highest quality standard because of their strict quality requirements. Plus, users rate Natural Hemp Oil for its effectiveness and customer service experience. Natural Hemp Oil just might be what every person with chronic pain needs to solve the issue. And luckily, I've teamed up with Natural Hemp Oil, so you can get a supply right now. All you have to do is go to their website, naturalhempoil.com forward slash try. And then once you're there, use coupon code TRY to get 15% off your order. So go to naturalhempoil.com forward slash try and get yours today. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Thank you so much for being here with us. And please join me in welcoming my returning guests, Nick Searcy and Chris Burgard. Nick, Chris, how are you tonight, sirs? Pretty good, Zach. Thanks for having us back on. Absolutely. Well, I, I'm, I'm better than Nick, but he's taller and much better. <laughs> no. I'm Nick. older and more mature. <laughs> I understand. Absolutely. So, gentlemen... It has been a minute since you've been on the show. Uh, I'm certain that most people here are familiar with capital punishment. Certainly they're familiar with what happened on January 6th. But uh, I'd like to, Nick, let's begin with you, because I didn't get a chance to talk to you before the show. Uh, what mm-hmm. have you been up to in the months since this film has come out? Well, you know, the film came out in November. And so we, we Chris and I have been doing, uh, you know, as much as we could to try to promote the film. And, and uh, I've been doing some acting work here and there on the side. But it's pretty much uh, Chris and I have devoted an awful lot of time in trying to get the word out about the movie because of what's happening to the people that the people that we uh, feature in the movie. Most of them never went inside the building committed no acts of violence, did did nothing wrong, nothing that you could objectively say was wrong. They were there because they wanted to make a statement, and that's all they did, and yet their lives are being destroyed. And a lot of the people that we feature in the movie, where we talk about how the FBI broke down their doors and terrorized their families and, and uh, handcuffed their children out in the streets, a lot of them are, are their trial, their uh, sentencing phase is coming up. And it, it's just been horrific to hear how these people, uh, you know, the, how they've turned out. Because in many cases, what happens to these people is they get all these charges piled up on them, trying to obstruct a, a, an official proceeding, entering, a, you know, being inside a, a, a space that you weren't allowed to be in, trespassing, all these charges. And so they end up pleading guilty to one thing in the hopes that uh, – they, their sentence won't be so severe. And in most cases, these people are getting active jail time and and the treatment of them is it's not something you can believe would happen in the United States of America. No, it, it's absolutely horrific. And recently we've seen some video that has uh, been smuggled out, so to speak, uh, from one of these people, one such uh, individual who was uh, placed in, in this D.C. gulag. Uh, and the conditions are horrific. There's really no other way to describe it. I, I mean, I, I've heard that jail and prison is not a great place to be, but it kind of looks to me like this is, is being done on purpose. Chris, I mean, I don't know how you can call it anything other than political persecution. I mean, as an example, just this past week, earlier today, Roe vs. Wade was overturned. Uh, a landmark decision, wonderful for America, wonderful for children. But I believe it was Wisconsin, wasn't it? The state house in Wisconsin uh, that was broken into and overrun by uh, by left wing protesters because they were anticipating this very decision. And as far as I know, nothing 
like this. Nothing like what's happened to these people from January 6th has happened to any of them. Well, yeah, and that goes back to BLM, too. I mean, how many people from, what was BLM? Four billion, $2 billion worth of damage? How many people died? And, you know, you don't see them sitting all around in in, in, in prison. And just to touch, to, to go back a second, Zach, what you said about conditions. I remember Coy Griffin from the film, who basically got arrested for praying at the Capitol. He gets thrown into solitary confinement, nine days, no phone call to his family, no phone call to his attorney for nine freaking days. That's not supposed to happen in the United States of America. But the conditions he was in, he the water coming out of, he, was, he had one sink to, to do your business in, and the water coming out was brown and smelled bad. Um, the bugs were so bad, he put his sandwich down on the sink, turned around to wipe, um, the bugs off his bed, sat down on his bed, turned around, and his sandwich was covered in bugs. Mm-hmm. And then the toilet backed up and flooded. They had two inches of sewage water on the floor and no shower. I mean, that's that's what you do to people when you want to break them. And, um, and, and on top of that, you have the guards yelling racial stuff at him. And, um, and the guards were, were not American-born folks, so... You have to wonder, are they purposely putting these guards in there on an American? Because to them, in the third world that they came from, this was normal. This is what you do to political prisoners. And now it's being done, you know, I think when they call it a D.C. gulag, they're not kidding. Well, that's interesting that you say that, because uh, some of these nations where we have just a ridiculous number of people coming from streaming across the border, the... People in charge of those countries were oftentimes trained by some of the most sadistic CIA torture experts in order to, you know, whip the population into shape. So I I think you're absolutely right. It sure does seem like uh, some type of perverse. They're doing it on purpose. I think you're absolutely right. They're doing it on purpose. And uh, there's no mistake why it's certain types of people that they're putting on them. Um, you know, to your point about the bugs in these uh, in these jail cells, I saw a video of cockroaches just streaming out of the pipes uh, where people are expected to get their drinking water. You know, I mean, this is truly inhumane. This is cruel and unusual punishment. And, uh, and Nick, as you said, I know we're, we're getting to the point where people are, are starting to uh, to get to their sentencing phases. And I know that several people have. Do you know if any of these defendants have been successful in having their their lawyers argue that what they're going through is cruel and inhumane? I mean, I just I'm I'm stymied every time I imagine that this is truly happening in this country. No, I haven't heard any success stories. I mean, there there was uh, last week uh, Simone Gold, Dr. Simone Gold, who's in our movie. She um, she pled guilty to one count of trespassing and they gave her two months in prison and a year probation. And she obviously had pled guilty because she thought that would mean it would be over and there would be leniency. But she was a target of the government even before January 6th because she started America's Frontline Doctors and she was challenging the government's ridiculous COVID policies and saying, no, these medicines work. Why are you lying to people? And so she was a target. So they they go after these people and they punish them not for what crime they did, but because of who they are, mm-hmm. because of the fact that they are resistant 
to the government storyline, the government narrative. And so they punish these people purposely to send a message to terrorize Americans into never resisting them ever again. And this is happening over and over again. The reason a lot of these defendants feel the need to plead guilty to something that they didn't do. Brandon Straka said that, you know, he, he wound up pleading guilty to something that he knew he didn't do, but the, it was the, the odds were so stacked against him. You've got a 96% uh, jury pool in DC. That's 96% Democrat. All of the court appointed attorneys that you get out of DC, most of them are Democrats who hate their clients. So you wind up being frightened a lot of these people are middle-class people who don't have a big pile of money to invest in a legal defense. So they end up settling and then still being punished, even when they cooperate, even when they take the plea deal, they still get jail. And it, that, that, is a, a, that doesn't happen to people who, frankly, are BLM protesters or left-wing protesters or Antifa or people who support the Democrat Party. That's not how they're treated. That's how people who are conservatives or Republicans are treated by this government. So true. You know, and I think we're probably going to see a, a number of additional examples of this play out in real time. I mean, specifically with this decision on Roe versus Wade, um, I saw a, a tweet earlier from Lauren Boebert. And uh, those mysterious piles of bricks are starting to pop up in major metropolitan areas right there in Washington, D.C. What are they doing dropping off 20 pallets of bricks on a day like this? I mean, I know the answer to that, but certainly the exact same thing that happened throughout the summer of 2020 is going to happen again here this weekend and perhaps going on even longer. Now, Chris, you were telling me before the show that uh, uh, some of the other people that were featured in, in the film that you guys created, uh, they, they've actually gotten to the sentencing portions. I mean, can you tell us what has happened to some of these people? Yeah, like like Simone, on top of everything else, they also gave her $10,000 fine. Mm. I haven't heard of any BLM or Antifa folks that were fined $10,000. Uh, Coy Griffin, Griffin, who was uh, arrested for praying on the Capitol, never went inside the building, didn't know he couldn't be where he was because someone had gone and removed the signs. And if you look at the footage, when they removed the signs, there were Capitol Police watching them. They didn't do anything. So by the time the president's speech was done and over and guys like Coy or Nick or I came through, you didn't know you couldn't be where, 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 where he was arrested because there was no signs. So they just um, they gave him 14 days or time served. He spent three weeks in solitary confinement. So uh, on top of that, they gave him a $3,000 fine and a, uh, and a year's probation. Um, and that's just I mean, this guy is an ex-pastor. You know, he's he runs, you know, Cowboys for Trump. He he is an Otero County commissioner. And and by the way, Otero County is the one county that. um, Yeah, exactly. You know exactly where I'm going with this. Yes. Yes. The decertification. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're coming down on this Otero County commissioner who also has been standing up for voter integrity. And and they have a right to be scared of him. I mean, if it wasn't for, for Otero County standing up with the entire GOP party of Texas um, denounced the 2020 election results, you know, I, I think you're starting to see a snowball here. And, um, you know, I, I think I actually think because people are starting to get it, they, they don't always know what's wrong, but they know that 
that that things just don't make sense. And then when they see capital punishment, they realize how badly they've been lied to. The scales fall off. And I think we're actually getting closer to a tipping point of awareness. We're, we're by no means there yet. But I think I think when the first J6 hearings were broadcast and they bombed so badly on three networks, I think that was like kind of reaching the top of the hill where you push something uphill so hard, so hard, so hard. But once you get to the top of the hill, you come over the crest, it starts to get easier and things start rolling. Um, I don't want to be too optimistic, but I think we may have crested that hill. And certainly with everything that happened this week, um, I was in D.C. this week, and it's a very strange vibe in Washington, D.C. right now. There's a lot of nastiness in D.C. Um, I left just before they announced the decision, but it's amazing how many Antifa people are suddenly publicly pro-choice. I mean, who would have known? You know, I, I, I didn't know that was their deal. But um, it, it's going to be a very interesting summer. Well, I tend I to think they go they go where they're paid to go. You know, I mean, if 2020 yeah. was anything, I mean, there were clearly people who were getting bussed all over the country and they were getting paychecks in order to go and protest in certain places. I mean, even on January 6th, we know that there were people who were paid to go and protest as if they were Trump supporters. They got checks. We had people that uh, that, that I, there was one guy in particular that I remember putting out a video. I think he felt bad about it. That's why he did it. But, you know, it, it's nothing new. Uh, you know, and I'll be really honest, guys, you know, at this point, uh, I think that you're right, Chris. I think that we kind of have reached this tipping point where America is understanding that something isn't right. Maybe they don't fully have an awareness of exactly what it is, but they can look at what's happening in regards to January 6th. And then they have the the real time uh, example of what's happening with the decision on Roe versus Wade. And they can connect that back to the events of uh, of 2020. Uh, and see how these these uh, these DAs and the prosecutors are going to react to it. And I think that can be something that is a teachable moment for America in the end. I, I think it can. I think I want to take a note, Zach, and, and this is just my belief here. I haven't, haven't had a chance to talk to Nick with this, so Nick, please chime in here. But I think it's we need to be very proactive going into the summer because, like, like I said last time I was on your show, the enemy's goal has always been to divide us really believe they thought that when they got black lives matter and antifa going and beating up people and burning down the city and they thought that the white rednecks were all going to come into the big cities and there was going to be a shooting war and there's going to be civil war and out of all this horrible chaos the bad guys would take more power that did not happen because americans knew better and we we handled things legally we let the police do their job if this comes out where they start doing nights of rage and attacking the cities again, we cannot be baited into this. If it gets worse than it did two summers ago, to put the National Guard out. Let the National Guard handle it. The National Guard can't handle it. They'll bring in someone heavier. But the worst thing we could do is have Americans fighting Americans in the streets. So don't, don't bite into this. They're trying to bait us into violence, and that's not where we're going. And the terrible thing is that the people in power now, the Biden administration, that's exactly what they want. I mean, that they're not going to be calling in the National Guard. Kamala, Kamala Harris, whatever, however you say her name, she she was bailing BLM protesters out. I mean, she was bailing these starting funds to bail them out. So, you know, we're, we're facing a situation now where the people that are in power in Washington right now are going to support 
the violent people. They're going, they want these protests to be violent. They want these rioters to attack because the reason Antifa, you saw such a presence of Antifa in Washington right now, I think that's because when the Roe v. Wade uh, decision was leaked a few weeks ago, it was to galvanize these people and get them ready so that they could be there ready when the actual decision came down. This has all been deliberate, and the violence is what they want. I think you're absolutely right. And I'm going to echo your sentiments, gentlemen. And I, I've said this on the show a number of times. You know, we have to be better than them. We have to be the example. If we want to lead America, if, if we want things to be different in this country, then we have to be something better than what they're being out there in the streets. Uh, certainly, everybody has a right to protect themselves. Uh, and if you're in a major metropolitan area, keep your head on a swivel. Uh, but certainly do not fall prey to this drive to get us into some type of a civil war. You know, Nick, something that you said um, reminded me of a, a video clip I saw earlier. I think you're right. I think that they are going to side with the people who are going to go out there and commit acts of violence. But ironically, also uh, in Washington, D.C., there were uh, a group of Antifa protesters that were seen marching towards Chuck Schumer's home so that they could protest outside of his house. And I wonder for them what the tipping point will be. You know, at which point are they going to turn on their masters and start going after them because, you know, there, I've seen a lot of rhetoric today. People saying that the Supreme Court is a, uh, you know, right wing extremist group and uh, right. it's p- packed with Republicans and, and the government has failed us. You know, I, I obviously don't think that's the case. I, I mean, uh, they returned the law to something closer to what our constitutional republic is supposed to be. This is an issue no. for the states. Allow the states to handle it. And if you don't like living in a state where the laws are a certain way, you're certainly free to move someplace else. And if that's Washington, D.C., or it's going to be the trifecta of Oregon, Washington and California, where they're going to protect abortion rights. Well, you know, then that's your God given right. You have freedom of movement. You can go someplace else. But I I wonder if they're only going to blame um, Republicans uh, or if if they're going to start going after some of the uh, uh, the Democrats in Congress as well. Well, I think they're only going to blame Republicans. And, and uh, you know, it's because they don't really put in it, any thought into this. They, they, you know, they're, they're trying to increase the, the power of the government. These are these are Marxist activists. And what they want is to increase to centralize uh, power in the federal government. So they're, they're never going to really turn on their allies who also want uh, this sort of Marxist ideal to progress. So I, I think that, you know, we're going to see a lot of violence. Uh, the Democrats, like Schumer, those guys are never held accountable by these people because that's not, that's not the purpose of the mob. The mob has been galvanized by Marxists in power, you know, giving them support, putting out pallets of bricks, giving them the tools that they need to terrorize people. And uh, that, that, that they just do what they're told. Yeah. Plus, they won't get play, paid if they start attacking Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> perhaps perhaps I'm giving them too much credit there. You're right there. It's not an autonomous movement. I mean, it's it's not organic. 
I want to go back to the January 6th committee for Please. a minute because there's something hilarious about what happened this week. You know, the ratings were so bad. And and this whole thing has been like this really bad television show mm-hmm. that just like by the third or fourth episode, everybody knows this is a bunch of garbage. You know, they're not even there's no drama here because they're not even letting the defense speak. They don't even let anybody speak that dares contradict their narrative. You're only getting one side of the story. Everybody's bored to death. Nobody's paying attention to it. And then on the last hearing, they they do stunt casting. They bring in Sean Penn to sit in the front row of the of the hearing because they're trying to. It's like it's like when Sean Penn did an episode of Friends. You know, right. they just you know, they're bringing him in to to try to get some you know eyes on him, and nobody cares. It's hilarious. It's true. It's true. You know the the fact that they were trying to force it down the throats of Americans by playing it in primetime on every single network. I mean, the great irony is nobody watches television anymore. Nobody watches right. like none of these, none of these mainstream networks. Nobody's watching. Nobody cares. No. And the other wild thing about it was, you know, it wasn't even hearing. I expected a hearing. And instead they had hired this, I believe it was an ABC um, producer, documentary producer. It was a film that Lenny Reifenstahl would have been proud of. I mean, Come on. But, you know, and it, people came to me and they said, you know, Chris, did you see those those hearings? It was it was like it was like a bad documentary. Why did they hire that ABC producer? And I just said, because they couldn't afford Searcy and Burgard. There you go. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Well, well you know, but y- you guys are, are filmmakers and they're propagandists. I mean, this was. Right. Something straight out of, uh, you know, a Stalin wish book. I mean, uh, parading the, uh, the the politically persecuted and, and the, the uh, political dissidents of America out and attempting to to shame them on national television and get people to, to tune in and, and buy it. And, yeah, of course, they had to hire a, a soap opera director. I mean, they, they had to try to punch it up with something that might be of interest to people. Well, they're not they, investigating anything. You know, they're really not curious about anything. Why aren't they? Why, why would they not ask who Ray Epps is? Why would they not have him testify? If they were really investigating things, why was John Sullivan in the room when Ashley Babbitt was shot? Why were there people changing clothes in the bushes, changing into Trump gear? Why are there all, all these people that have never been arrested that, that uh, you know, had orange hats on and posed as Oath Keepers or Proud Boys, if they were really investigating things, it would have been a great show. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have had to bring in Sean Penn. But they don't want to find out anything. They're not looking for the truth. They're just trying to advance their storyline to increase their power. And more and more people are catching on to this. And that's what I think Chris is talking about. There's some momentum building here. And people are begin- even people that don't pay that much attention are starting to go, wait a minute, this is, this is nonsense. Yeah. This is, and we, Zach, we had something really interesting happen. Two days before the hearing started back up, uh, Nick was talking to somebody from One American News Network, and they said, hey, can we license your movie to play it as counter-programming to the hearing? And the mainstream media, the, the ratings for the J6 hearings completely bombed, but One American News Network is getting all these the, the reviews coming in, people getting a hold of them, they're all excited. Yeah, and people are saying, why isn't the J6 hearing uh, subpoenaing any of the people that were on that call that worked for the U.S. government and they're on the Zoom call planning attacks just like this for a day just like January 6th? Why aren't any of those people being subpoenaed? And that's that's why, I mean, Nick and I with this film, 
we we ran into a wall in February, them stepping it down and, and just you couldn't it was impossible to, to spread this film, which should have been spreading like wildfire. And the reason is this film is deadly to their J6 false narrative. When people see this film, just the scales fall down from their eyes. They're like, well, if they're lying to us about this, what else are they lying to us about? And it, uh, it frees people, frees their minds. You're absolutely right. And now, it, since the last time we spoke and we were talking about this issue here, that it, it was pretty obvious they didn't want the film and the information in the film to get out. People were, uh, you know, actively uh, trying to block you from uh, from being able to speak. I mean, Chris, we were on the, the interview and suddenly my computer went dead. The Zoom call went dead. Everything went dead. And then it was very difficult to get it started back up again. And I have a one gigabit, uh, you know, a reciprocal line coming into this house. So that it's not supposed to happen. Uh, has it gotten any easier to uh, to to have this movie be put in front of people's faces? I mean, uh, has there has there been more interest from the uh, communities that we're trying to reach uh, or has anybody reached out and said, hey, you know what? I heard about this and, and we want to get it in front of people. One American News has really stepped up. I mean, when they uh, they they program the film every time the January sixth hearing is on, they put our show on. Uh, you know, as counter programming. That's beautiful. And we have developed some other uh, ways of distributing the movie. It's now uh, at two other sites. It's now at GiveMeLibertyNow.org, and it also just started being released this week on Locals.com, oh. uh, where Dinesh uh, D'Souza released Two Thousand Mules. So it's more available now, but yeah, it's still a problem trying to get uh, advertisements and trying to get uh, people to know about the film. You still can't find it with a decent uh, Google search. You know, it, it's very hard to track down. I, I was going to say, in trying just to search for images that would be appropriate to use for the thumbnail, uh, there is like a WWE special called Capital Punishment. Never heard of it until I'm looking for your film. <laughs> John um, Cena's on the cover John of that. Cena, I'm a big yeah, 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 bring the big so. guns. So and yeah. then and then I and then there was some other movie from uh, the like the early two thousands called like that you know probably re- like released directly to Cinemax or something like that not yeah. a movie that people would be searching for but of course Google is going to raise that to the top of the search results. Well, it's funny. Well, a lady came up to me with a uh, some DVDs for me to autograph the other day. One of them was Capital Punishment, our movie, and the other one she had in her bag was the WWE's Capital Punishment with John Cena. I go, why do you have that? She goes, well, that was the one. I found. I thought that was it at first. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Chris, were you going to jump in? I was, but I'm enjoying this too much. You guys. <laughs> no, the, the, the algorithms. This is something I, I started finding when I, I back when I was uh, the main content creator at Breitbart. We used to fight these algorithms. We would do a video. I'd make a video and it may get seven or eight million views in one day. And you do the sequel the next day and it would get 30,000. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do we do in the trip the algorithm made this step on this? And that's what we're finding with this movie. Um, it's it's people share things they do stuff and it just doesn't go. It's just like it hits a lead fricking curtain. And I've never seen anything like it before. I, I really haven't. It's um, and that's why we really the best way that we found in distributing the movie is word of mouth. Just say tell your friends this is where you can get it. And as long as we have dedicated websites that can't be shut down where they can actually you know get a hold of the movie 
that's that's what's kept us alive. That's what's kept this movie going is people telling each other and saying, go to the website, go to the website. Yes, it, we've done some private screenings and um, I got to do, I got to screen the film for some folks down in, uh, in Palm Beach and also at a, another conservative convention. And this is like, you know, the donor class, shall we say. Um, people who love this country, people who are willing to put their money where, where it helps to help this country. And they were blown away by the movie because they're donors and because they, their, their politics, they're very engaged in it. They thought they really knew what was going on. And they saw this and they couldn't believe it. And they're like, well, why isn't the Republican Party doing anything about this? It was so obvious what, what the true story is on January 6th. And I'm like, well, that's a good question. You should maybe ask those people that you've given a lot of money to why they're not doing something about this. Because quite obviously, there's a problem here. And quite obviously, we're all being lied to. And to me, for the movie to play, not just with you know us in the independent news, alternative news cycle world, but for it to play so well with these mainstream folks, and then to see the look of credibility with them, that just how much that they've been hoodwinked, that just tells me that it's the, the audience out there is so huge and so hungry. And if we can just educate, we can change things. And um, it's 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 just it's it's something. It's just something. Absolutely. Gentlemen, we've got to take a commercial break for the second half of the show. We're going to be right back in about 30 seconds. It's rare to find a remedy that delivers more physical and mental benefits like C60 Evo. Their ESS60 is a breakthrough technology that offers benefits to thousands of customers. I sleep deeper and wake up feeling more refreshed and energized than ever before. I think more clearly and I feel 15 years younger using this product. They've got a proven track record and my recommendation too. Purchase C60 Evo and enjoy the incredible benefits yourself. Check out their website in the description below, c60evo.com forward slash redpill78. Use my special link and my code redpill78 and get 10% off your order. And remember, when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, thanks for sticking around, guys. I need to say thank you from Rumble to Butterfly63. She says, I appreciate all your hard work, Zach. So, Chris, you said that you were able to screen the film down in Palm Beach. That wasn't at Mar-a-Lago, was it? Well, it might not have been right at Mar-a-Lago. I may have been at Mar-a-Lago, but <laughs> it down the street a little bit, maybe um, at someone's house. I will I will uh, accept Mar-a-Lago adjacent. That's fine. But that's the place where you need to be getting this film, because those would be people that, you know, like you said, could be in the donor class, people who might actually care about the direction the Republican Party is going. Also, people who could get it in front of Donald Trump. Do you know if Donald Trump has seen the film? Well, it's interesting. Nick, we can talk about this, can't we? I think so. I mean, I was about to, but you go ahead. <laughs> well, jump in. We'll share the moment. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. We, um, To the best of my knowledge, the president has not seen the film. Um, Nick and I have had two teleconference meetings with one of his attorneys who... Um, we probably shouldn't say his name. No, we shouldn't say his name, but but there was content in the movie and things happening in the movie that could help the president should they try to indict him. And um, our first meeting, my my, what I suggested and Nick concurred was not only are they going to they going to go after Trump, but it's going to be sooner rather than later. And um, 
I, I wish the president would see the movie. I think the president could help millions of people see the movie. And it would be it's you know, we're in a propaganda war. Knowledge is power. And this is the greatest information war we've ever been in. And the film isn't only entertaining, but the film is a weapon of truth. And it would be be great if somebody sent that round that that round down range. Well, I was actually just going to mention, and uh, Nick, uh, just let me punch punch this in here. But I've recently become friends with uh, another attorney who for Donald Trump. His name is Peter Tickton, and I was going <laughs> to suggest, why don't I give Peter a call and we'll try to get the film to Donald Trump that way? Go go ahead, Nick. Well, I I'm can not- I, I can I can neither Peter. confirm nor deny that that is who we talk to, but absolutely. Um, but what I was going to say is like one of the great mysteries to me is that that President Trump has not gotten behind this and that President Trump has not really taken on the the plight of these people who are being persecuted. He it, It's disappointing to me that he, he has not spoken up for these people as as powerfully as he could have who are being held in the gulags and, and who are being tortured, literally tortured by the legal system. This is definitely punishment by process. What's going going on with these people with the court appointed attorneys and all these trumped up charges. And, and it's like, I don't, I don't completely understand why I'm sure there must be some reason for it, but I would have expected him to get involved on a much larger level with the persecution that's happening to the people who went to Washington to support him because they believed that, that the people of America had elected him. I wish that he would step in and do more to, to give back to those people. Chris. Well, you know, he showed Dinesh's movie, 2000 mules. And I think that was a great teaching teachable moment. He showed that at one of his rallies and within a week you had millions of people going Okay, this is one of the ways they really could have stolen this. I'm gonna. I thought this was closed. I thought it was conspiracy theory. Now I'm gonna take a look at it. And absolutely, there was a shift. I mean, like I said, you see, the Texas GOP has voted that they have no faith whatsoever in the 2020 election. Well, I think that that movie had a lot to do with that. I also think, by the same way, if the president and I'm not advising the president what to do. He's never asked me for advice. But if he did that in one of his rallies with capital punishment, the entire J6 agenda would be dead in the water. And the entire country would know that any charges they tried to bring against the president would be just completely, completely fictitiously idiotic and um, just just simply a, a, an intelligence operation. And that's really what it is. It would lay it all bare and people would see that that's exactly what this has been. I, you're absolutely right. I mean, the whole thing is a farce. And, you know, I have to admit, it's been troubling for me as well, for a lot of people in my audience, that President Trump hasn't taken this on as a a, a larger, just general platform. You know, he's had a, a couple of individual statements that he's he's made about the uh, the treatment of the political prisoners in D.C., but as a whole, I think a lot of people have been, you know, just kind of disappointed that he hasn't done or said more. And the only thing that I can, you know, ascribe to it is the fact that, uh, you know, in general, he is still at risk with 
the ongoing hearings and their constant threats that they're going to uh, find some charges to bring against him. I mean, the fact, you know, the whole thing is based upon the uh, premise that he invited people to Washington, D.C., and that was enough for them to uh, claim that he was trying to ignite some type of revolution to take over the government. So what is he going to do when he comes out and says, you know, some strong statements about the way people are being treated down there? Uh, You know, I mean, there's a possibility that they could perhaps take those statements and then attempt to use them against him as well. Well, it's possible. It's possible. But make no mistake what the enemy is doing right now. You're programming an audience here. You're doing it from a military intelligence operation, and also you're doing it from entertainment propaganda. When they took Peter Navarro, who is a man who is getting on a plane to go to see Mike Huckabee to talk about January 6th, a man whose attorney was in touch with the Justice Department, he just emailed the night before saying, if you want us to show up somewhere, just tell us where to go, where to be. And instead, they handcuff them, and then they put the shackles on, and they do that because it makes you really like a victim and a criminal when you're shuffling like that. They didn't just do that to make an example of Peter Navarro. They did that so that when they do it to Donald Trump, it's like, oh, yeah, they got the first one, and now we see that. And, and make no mistake, that's what they live for. They want to put the orange man in shackles. And even if it was it was just for the TV soundbite, and his lawyers got him out the next day. They will have done their job. You can't put that man in, in, the, in the White House. He was in shackles. This is this is this is this is psychological warfare on a very very serious level. Yeah, so. you're absolutely right. And there was just another um, uh, gentleman from President Trump's administration. I'm sorry, his name escapes me right now. But the FBI just came and raided his home and they openly said, you know, had something to do with January 6th. Are you guys familiar with that case at all? I can pull it up. Peter but... Navarro. Are you no. talking about Peter Navarro? No, there was another one. Yeah, yeah I think you're talking about Clark. But is, it isn't just him, though. Look at look at the GOP candidate for governor in um, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Now, they could have arrested that guy a year ago. Why did they do? They waited until it was here. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you, this is Nancy Pelosi told us she was going to do this. Nancy Pelosi said she wanted to open up Capitol Police headquarters in Florida, in California, because there was a million more people that, that, that they needed to go after and find out who they were and get them arrested. That's bullcrap. Everybody that was at that Capitol that day was captured on camera. They have the most advanced facial software recognition, facial recognition software on the planet behind those cameras. This is all a game they're playing. They want to double down on this and ride this, not just through the twenty the, the midterms. They're going to ride this all the way through into 2024. That's oh. their plan. Yeah, we can I mean, fix it. This is the only thing they have, and it's a nothing burger. I mean, they certainly can't talk about their uh, wonderful policies. They certainly can't talk about the economy. Uh, They can't talk about unemployment or inflation. All of it. Every single thing that has been done to America since Joe Biden entered office in January of 2021 has destroyed the gains that President Trump made. And I think that this also adds to the growing discontent that Americans have with uh, what's happening with the leadership in Washington. You know, I I also uh, wanted to get you guys' thoughts on um, uh, the public sentiment regarding the hearings. We've obviously been talking about uh, the fact that nobody cares about it, but there is evidence to suggest that the presence of these hearings has actually turned people away from the Democrat Party because they see that it's political persecution. I can't remember the the company that did the poll, uh, but in the first week of the hearings being shown, 
they asked people if they had watched the hearings and if it had a, a positive or a negative effect on, on their views of the Republicans or Democrats. And it was like overwhelming. It was like 70 or 80 percent of the people who had seen it. Uh, we're also turning away from the Democrat Party because it was such a disgusting display of propaganda and political theater. Well, the, yeah, the politicians, are, you know, they always say that uh, politics is uh, Hollywood for ugly people, but they're, <laughs> they're also really bad actors. So, you know, they're trying to put on this show and they can't pull it off. Because, you know, they don't have the truth on their side. So the only thing they can do is try to convince you with their phony sincerity. And they're just not pulling it off. They're not good enough actors. You know, one thing, Zach, that, you know, we all know what Rahm Emanuel said, never let a good crisis go to waste. And then we've evolved to they create the crisis, chaos and full power. There's more going on here right now. I mean, we're talking about January 6th. We're talking about the hearings. Um Diesel, uh, diesel fuel is disappearing. The price of gas is up. There's not enough. You know, the price of food is up. There's there's empty shelves. Um, you've got 10,000 head of beef that died last weekend in, in Kansas. 30 million chickens the month before. Farmers aren't planting enough food because they can't afford diesel. They can't afford fertilizer. You get everybody's looking over here and looking over here and scared and scared. You know what's really going on right now that we should be concerned about? What happens on September 3rd, Jack? I don't know. You tell me. What's going on September 3rd? Okay, so when you have a federal election, they have to hang on to the, oh. the paper for 22 months. Yeah. 22 months is up on September 3rd. On September 3rd, they can erase all the Dominion machines. They can throw out all the fake paper ballots. They can throw out everything that points to a stolen election. So... While they're all keeping us busy with these stupid hearings, um, with, you know, false narrative going after the president and all his men, this is what they're doing. They're counting down the days so they can erase all that stuff legally. And then, boom, it's like the election was never stolen. It never happened. You're absolutely right. And I completely forgot about that. And I mean, with as much stuff as I'm tracking, I, you know, I'm a little embarrassed to say it, but. You know, what's even sadder is that in places like Colorado, I'm sure you're aware of Tina Peters and uh, the actions of that George Soros connected secretary of state there. She didn't even waste any time. Didn't matter that that 22 months hadn't elapsed. She went in and told all of those election clerks to go ahead and delete the information on those Dominion machines. Uh, And if it wasn't for Tina Peters, then we wouldn't have anything showing that uh, something untoward had happened. Correct. And now look what they're doing to her. I mean, they arrested didn't they? Yeah. For doing her job. That was her job. They've gone after her in the same way they've gone after so many. Uh, OK, so this uh, this other uh, official from Trump's administration, uh, he was a DOJ official, Jeffrey Clark. Uh, and apparently there was a number of other pre-dawn FBI raids on Republican officials all across the country. I'm only aware of uh, Jeffrey Clark's uh, participation in these raids. And I don't even know why. I mean, I, I can only assume that it's related to January 6th, and it looks like uh, he believes it's related to January 6th as well. Um, yeah, I have to look into it more, but that was just the the last thing that I heard. Uh, so uh, were you going to say something? Yeah, I just, I don't know if it's connected, but they also, I just saw an article just before I stepped in here. They also raided two churches that were outside two military bases. One was Colleen, Texas, three. Three, yeah, two, two in Georgia, one in Texas. So, yeah, who knows what that 
Yeah, so the report I saw on that said that uh, the that it had something to do with them claiming that these churches were a cult. Um, I, I think it probably has more to do with the fact that they tended to recruit new members from the army bases that they were near. Uh, you know, obviously that's dangerous. You can't have men in uniform with faith because they might not be willing to turn the weapons on the American public. Obviously, you know, I think they they are clearing the ranks of our military from people that are patriotic, that are God-fearing, and uh, who, who care about that oath to the Constitution uh, that they take. Um, certainly, well, that's, go ahead, go ahead. That's what Marxists do in every one of our institutions in America. That's what they've done in academia. They've made it impossible for somebody of faith, somebody on the conservative side, to advance in academia. They've done that in Hollywood. They've tried to run all the decent people out, you know, the the decent people like me. They've tried to make it so that we can't work. I mean, that's why the Daily Wire is now making movies with Gina Carano. They tried to run her out. And so they've done it in every single one of our institutions. Every since Obama got in there and started getting rid of all the generals that had any integrity, and the the well, they used the uh, COVID vaccine nonsense to purge the ranks of the military to get rid of the, the the guys who didn't believe their nonsense and wouldn't take the shot. I mean, they have been systematically ridding all of our institutions of of anybody with any faith or integrity so that they will carry out whatever orders the the, the government gives them. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, with the uh, with regard to the movie, um, do you want to tell everybody where they can go to uh, to to find it? I mean, I always want to suggest to the audience that when we have uh, a piece of work like this, they, they support it financially and to make sure that uh, they own a copy themselves. You bet. Um, you can get it right now at GiveMeLibertyNow.org, and you can also get it at my locals page, NickCircy.locals.com. Right. Um, how about getting it into the hands of um, uh, congressmen and perhaps you know uh, lawmakers all over the country? Uh, have you thought about a concerted push to uh, to put it into the hands of people in power? <clears throat> thought about it. Um, we've given it to a few Congress folks, um, the folks you think would be all over this, and we haven't heard anything back. Yeah, it's been very frustrating, and I'm not sure exactly what it is. I don't know why they're afraid of it, but it could be what you were talking about before, Zach. I mean, the intimidation campaign of, like, don't don't associate yourselves with these insurrectionist white supremacists, these violent domestic terrorists. Nobody, everybody's kind of a scared. They're scared to be associated with them. And even people at the higher levels of government, I think, are afraid to stand up too strongly in, in, in favor of these people that are being persecuted. It's been like Louis Gohmert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Getz, and that's about it. The, nobody else has really stepped up. It's disappointing, and, uh, you know, frankly, it's disgusting. Wasn't there a request from the January 6th committee for as much footage as possible? I, I, I had wondered if you guys had had the, the balls to send it in to them directly. We turn our phone calls. This is exactly what they need to see. I mean, this is, uh, and, and it, you know, it's what they asked for. Uh, we need yeah. to get we need to get into into the hands of as many people as possible. You know, there was a, a, a lot of excitement about the um, uh, about 2000 mules before they came out. And I have to say, you know, before this film was released, I, I felt like there was a huge amount of excitement about it as well. I mean, perhaps in a different way. I mean, 
anybody watching this show right now knows exactly what happened on January 6th. I'm certain a a lot of them were present in Washington, D.C., and I'm also certain that none of them did anything illegal. None of them did anything violent. Nobody showed up with the intention of, uh, you know, breaking any laws or, or, or doing anything other than, you know, joining up with millions of other patriots. I mean, we were frustrated. We saw what we saw on election night. We know what happened. We're not stupid. We're not making this up. We're not imagining things. People need community, and what they're trying to do is to deny us that right, trying to scare people into not gathering, trying to scare people from, uh, you know, keeping quiet, you know, damn our First Amendment, and now damn our Second Amendment. Uh, gun control just passed in a manner of speaking through uh, the House and the Senate. Um, now they're going to be implementing red flag, flag laws. I, I don't exactly know how that's going to look in every state. But certainly, uh, you've got a whole bunch of Karens online, people, uh, you know, left-wing radicals on Twitter or Facebook, and all they have to do now is uh, is call up the local sheriff's department and the local police department and say, hey, I saw Zach Payne online. He said he's an advocate of the Second Amendment, so they can just come and, and take your weapons at that point. It's very frightening, and I don't know if it's in the Senate bill, but also in the uh, it was in the House bill. There was legislation that you had to have um, a federal firearms license to disassemble a semi-automatic weapon. You know, people may go, "Oh, okay, that's smart. You need to have a license to do it." What that means is, guys like you and me um, and Nick, um, if we were going to take our pistols home or our ARs and take them apart and clean them like you are supposed to do after every time you fire the weapon, mm-hmm. um, you'd be committing a felony. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Certainly, I think they're probably trying to ensure that people aren't getting a couple of different rifles, disassembling them and then putting them together. But, you know, I mean, there is no reason that they should include something like that other than to make it more difficult for people to own their own weapons and to protect their families. Because clearly, it's not the law-abiding Americans that that care about the Second Amendment and the sanctity of it that are the dangers. It's the people who don't care about the laws who aren't going to be purchasing firearms in a legal manner. I mean, take a look at Chicago. You got more shooting deaths there on every any given day of the week than in any other American city. And you don't have any handguns or, or any type of guns, for that matter, that are even legally supposed to be in the city. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you allow the Sinaloa cartel to take over a city. Yeah, 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 it's true. And the that's- point is, the point the point is to disarm law abiding Americans. That's that's what they want to do. They don't want to disarm the criminals. They're letting the criminals go. Um, you know, in, in San Francisco, the D.A. that just got recalled and and uh, Gascon in, in L.A., they let these people back out on the streets. They do it in New York City and they, you know, neuter the police. The police are, you know, by defunding them or, you know, making the policemen so miserable that they quit. They want chaos in the streets because that makes that that makes a, a, a completely helpless populace that can then be totally dominated by the government. That's what they want. And I'm going to put this out there to you, Zach, because if you know your history, we saw this before. It's it's why we have the Battle of Lexington Field and Concord Bridge. If they don't get the results they want in the next few weeks with this legislation, I don't be surprised if they do something with ammunition and all of a sudden ammunition gets really hard to find. Um, So the bridge... Yeah. We're already talking about the IRS buying up a bunch of the ammunition. 
Uh, yeah, I saw that the other day. You know, there, there's only, you know, I, I mean, I realize, you know, all these federal agents, they have guns, they need to practice occasionally. So you know, it makes sense for uh, any agency that has a gun to, you know, buy up a little bit of bullets every now and then. But the uh, the amount of bullets that they bought was just obscene. And this is not the first time that we've seen that happen specifically with the IRS. So, yeah, I mean, you have to ask yourself, I mean, are they about to start going to our houses and, and demanding that we pay our fair share of taxes? Yeah. Uh, well, it, uh, all of that is coming if we don't uh, somehow get rid of these people. I mean, we can get get them get them out of office. We've got to elect other people. Hey, hey Zach, one thing I would like to interject something positive for Please. your audience, you to take care, take out. Um, after we finished the movie, um, Ashley Babbitt's husband, Aaron, uh, turned me on to some footage that came out, some different camera angles. You know, in the film, you see her get shot. You saw how she didn't get help and she went down. Um, people were still afraid to jump on the Ashley bandwagon because um, they thought she was leading the bloody insurrection that went down there. When the reality is... Um, what you see in this footage, and this member, she was a 14-year military veteran, uh, seven years in, in the Air Force, seven years um, in, in the Guard. Her MOS was she was military police. Um, she knew SOP when it came to handling crowds. The footage is her telling the three cops um, at that window before the crowd got there that they needed backup. Get help. They needed backup. She continued to do that as it got crazy when it started getting really crazy. And you saw that guy, Zachary Allen, uh, the dark haired fella with the glasses, take his military helmet and start beating on the window and breaking the window with the helmet. From this other angle that we didn't see before, you see Ashley grab him once. He pulls away. She clocks him with her left hand. She gives him a left hook up into his face and knocks his glasses off just seconds before she goes through that window. So no matter what anyone has, has, has said to her about her, no matter how they've tried to portray her, this woman was one of the good guys trying to stop the violence, and she even threw her physical body against the, the lead insurrectionist there that day. The, 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 we call him an AP, um, an agent provocateur. Um, her legacy should be one of of her trying to stop the violence. And I, I hope everybody knows that. I, I've always felt that. And, you know, as far as those guys at the window, you know, I've never heard anything about them from anyone in authority. Uh, have they ever been found? Have people questioned them? Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I can't believe that what they were doing was organic. Oh, it wasn't, Zach. I mean, we talked this on your first show. I mean, um, John Guandolo who was an elite Marine recon, did a career in the FBI, was a SWAT team leader. He was um, the FBI's li liaison with the Capitol Police for a year. If anybody knows about SOP, defending the Capitol, defending VIP politicians, it's this guy. John was there that day, along with some other three-letter fellas, and we all saw what was going on. You know, you could see that you could see the agent proctors. You see him working squads. You can see him working pairs. There's one. There's another one there. And why? Because we, we we've experienced this in other countries firsthand. And here we saw it right there. It's um the footage they keep putting up is just it's just hysterical. Oh, and by the way, we finally got attacked. We've been being ignored by the left. Media map 
Soros organization did a hit piece on us um, when uh, One American News Network broadcast the film. And it was so great. You know they're really reaching when they have to put us the, the photo they use to do the hit piece on your movie isn't even a photo from the movie. They had to take it from somewhere else. Yeah. So uh, you, you know we're all targeted. Media Matters uh, is probably going to write another article about the film now that you guys were on the show. Uh, they just I have been featured in probably like 20 articles on their website. It's hilarious to me uh, that I have become the focus of this multi-million dollar nonprofit organization started by uh, uh, one of the largest supporters of Hillary Clinton. Uh, you know, they used to be an organization that went and attacked uh, right-wing uh, legislators, people in Congress. And now they're writing articles about documentary films and, uh, you know, independent podcasters. We've arrived. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have to silence us. You know, that that's how they, do, that's how they roll. It's like uh, leftists always preach tolerance until they become dominant. Yeah. And then they try to silence everyone else. Uh, you guys were just about to open up the phone lines, and I just wanted to uh, say thanks a lot for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, I'm dropping the Zoom link into all of the chats, and let's see, over here on Odyssey as well. And then uh, if you take a look at the screen, we've got the meeting ID, the passcode, and then the phone number that you can call in. I'm going to go ahead and share the meeting ID and the passcode as well. You know, agent provocateurs, guys, is something that I uh, have thought about quite a bit um, since, uh, you know, I was present there and I, I know that I saw some on January 6th. Uh, and one thing that's very interesting, you know, is the connection between the cabal, the Democrats and uh, and Ukraine. And that whole situation is really blown up since the last time we had you guys on the show. You know, there were some uh, uh, some, some Azov battalion members that were pictured on January 6th, Ukrainian members of this special Nazi battalion that's part of the uh, Ukrainian military. They were there. They were present on January 6th. And now we have this uh, this conflict taking place between Ukraine and Russia. And I've always wondered since it started, I wondered if one of the reasons that uh, they had, I don't know, such a protective stance over Ukraine was because it was possible that information about those agent provocateurs and their presence in D.C. on that day could maybe come out as a result of this conflict. Any thoughts? Well, we ran into those guys there. I ran to them on the east corner. I remember, I don't remember the film. There's the picture of that couple that was changing out of black, black gear into MAGA gear. And then they tried to get my wife and I and my daughter to attack the Capitol Police. Um, just around that corner, we ran into some guys. that I thought they were Russians at first. Um, turns out they were Ukrainians. Whether or not they were the Azov guys, I don't know. I didn't didn't ask for their party affiliation. But it's very interesting that later on, one of the leaders of the 2014 bloody Ukrainian revolution was pictured not only in D.C., but taking pictures with the buffalo horn dude, Jake. And um, Jake also took pictures of Nancy Pelosi's son-in-law. And it's like, that's a that's that's a lot of coincidences. How did this guy one? How did he get in the country with his history? Two, he happens to be in D.C. Three, he just happens to be there taking selfies with the guy they're going to try to frame as the leader of the QAnon uh, bloody insurrection army. This just reeks of bad, bad in, in, intelligence operations one on one. You know, it's it's we don't you don't believe in coincidences. 
No. And this is this just reeks. Uh, Nick, it, any? Oh no, go, I'm sorry, Chris. I, I didn't hear you say that. Go ahead. No, and it's, does, it all goes back to Ukraine. Look, what you have to dumb down America so they don't know history, they don't know what's going on. Laura Logan and I, I, I ran into her last week, and you know she was in the middle of this in the Mideast. You know, we saw it on TV in Ukraine. I was in the middle of it in, in Central America. Once you've been through one of these things, you recognize all the, the players. You recognize the tactics. You recognize, you know, the stages as it un- unfolds. And any of us that have been in these things knew that's what was going on that day on January 6th. And what is surprising is the level of involvement, the one that made it happen, two, to cover it up. I, I still haven't gotten over Christopher Ray sitting down in Congress and saying straight to Congress and the American people that he saw no evidence of any anarchist groups whatsoever, Antifa types there that day. When we saw them, we filmed them. As in the case of John Sullivan, they filmed themselves. And for the leader of supposedly um, the most, the, the top law enforcement agency on the planet to say that to the American people, it, he's either lying or he's extremely inept. Either way, it's not good for the country. He's lying. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I, I think he's absolutely lying. You know, I mean, I, I saw it myself. I filmed some of it myself. And uh, where we were standing, there was a white tent that people in, um, you know, like like kitted out gear were using to stage. I mean, like they were coming in and going out. They had earpieces. They had uh, bulletproof vests on. They were wearing all black. Their faces were covered. You know, they were just, you know, wearing MAGA hats and stuff so they could attempt to blend in. All right. Um, we have a number of people on the line. So I'm going to go ahead and bring in our first caller. And here we go. All right. Thank you very much, you guys. Let's uh, caller. Make sure you mute your stream. Are you there? Yes. I'm here. Hello. Can we get your name? Uh, I'm Neoma. Neoma. I was with you in, in, de- in December. I am I'm going to so- mute my TV. Hold okay. on real quick. Okay. Okay. Neoma, welcome right. to the show. It's so good to talk to you. Thank you. What's your question for Nick and Chris? Well, my comment is when you all talked about sending it to congressmen or senators and there was no response. I, I just wanted to make the comment is, is because they're being paid not to watch it. They know the consequences of, of accepting to watch it. You know, well, that's, you know, I mean, one incident, one uh, incident that I know of is that uh, someone who watched the movie handed the movie directly, a DVD copy of it, handed it directly to Ted Cruz. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
radioactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. And Ted Cruz said, you know, thank you. And I'm familiar with Nick and Chris and, and then he accepted it, but then I don't know what happened after that. So I know, uh, I, you know some, some people really, there have seen it, but. Yes, but they won't respond because both sides are compromised. Right? It's true. Even though there's two kinds of parties, they're still all the same. <laughs> Right. No, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I guess my disappointment is that I would have thought that at least one person. Yeah, well, I guess we got Marjorie Taylor Greene. We got Matt Gates, But, you know, outside of the obvious choices, you know, I would have loved to see in at least one person admit, you know, what we saw, what we're being told. It didn't happen that way. And by the way, there is this incredible film that you can watch, which lays it all out. And it's right here. Right, I reached right. Green. I hope she texts well, me a lot of respect for her. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene is great. You know, I mean, like, I was not surprised when she was, like, the first one to come out and say something. Well, I have to say, too, uh, Nick, I used to watch uh, Justified, and you were one of my favorite characters. 
thank you. I said the same I thing felt- last time. J- j- Justified is, <laughs> yeah, is yeah. yeah. I'm. I still love Justified. I told Lisa the other day that that's a show that uh, that we need to watch because she's never seen it. Oh well, I, I tried to rewatch it again, but it's just really there's so much. It's just so, so raw. Sometimes I I I just have good memories of when I watched it first. So yeah, right, <laughs> leaving yeah. it at that. Right. But um, well, just you. wanted to tell the guys thank you so much for what you're doing, and my daughter Neil and I are going to try to find it and watch it. And uh, you know, we were there with Redville. We were there. Yeah. So, well, if you were there, you, you know, would love this movie. You know? It's, yeah, it's so thank good. You. Thank you, guys. God thank you, Emma. Have a great night. God bless. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. And let's see. We've got Colin coming in next. It's just Colin, a- make sure you mute the stream, buddy, and welcome yeah, back to the show. When I mute this, hold on. Right. All right, All right. step one. Can you hear me? We've got you, Colin. Yeah. What's your question Thanks, for Nick you. and Chris? Hi, Nick. Hi, Chris. Uh, I came on a little bit late. I was doing other things, but I understand you made a, a movie about it. I want to make – I got a lot of stuff on the list because, Zach, I tried to get in last Friday. I wasn't able to, so I got a few things from that one. Uh, but number one, I don't know if you guys noticed. I haven't seen the movie, but one thing I noticed right away – I'm, I'm pretty good at forensic stuff. I, I do law and so on. One of the things I noticed was that the gunman came out with his finger on the trigger, and if this is the this is where he was off to the side, he came out. He was not pointing at the people. He was pointing diagonally. He came out two times, pointing exactly in that direction. There was no no target there for him to hit, and he pulled back. He came out again. No target. He pulled back. Then the third time, he shot because there was a target, and I believe that she was pushed into that position, and that was done on purpose that it was planned and it was done on purpose because otherwise why would you point the gun diagonally when your assailants are here you point the gun at your assailants to get back off i mean i've been in security come on guys first thing you do is you yell and scream and you you know you 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 make all sorts of noise and you point a gun at them you say get back off back off back off the other thing which was so obvious to me is how is it possible the security people can stand there right like this when somebody is punching this close to your side and hitting a window you can't. I mean, that takes tremendous control and training to do that. There's no way you can do that. They didn't even flinch. And the guy's punching it, punching it, punching it. But that, if I'm in security, that doesn't happen. The guy loses his arm real fast. Okay. And yeah. there's the fact that that area was a, a small area. He could easily, with one boot, knock everybody down the stairs very quickly. And anyone that was on the on the balcony could have been thrown over. So there's. I'm just saying, just from from that standpoint. There's no way it was not planned in Korea. Okay, so that that's the first thing I, I want you to you know if you can answer that in a second. Um, uh, so that okay, so that was really important. The other thing I keep hearing again, and, and this is and, and Zach knows that I um, have created this thing called continued competency training, which is actually continued competency testing. This is how we can stop all of this nonsense. It's a it's a 240 year old oversight. Article 10 requires all of them to swear an oath to support the Constitution. You can't support something if you don't know what it says, don't understand it, and don't believe in it. Okay, that word support is extremely powerful. The oath that judges are taking right now is not to support. It's to protect and defend. I can protect you, not believe in you. Follow what I'm saying here. So all we, the people in the low, again, who is they? 
they are individuals. We need to go after they as an individual. Who is doing this? And we have the courts. And if that, for the last 25 years, now going on 30, what I've been telling people is this. Make your record. Make your record. For instance, when you send them the movie and any evidence that you have, you follow, you say notice. This hereby is notice to you that you are now made cognizant of crimes cognizable of a court of the United States. Go to Article uh, 18 U.S.C. subsection 4, misprism of felony. And then under 42, 1986 and 85, your failure to do something about it constitutes your acknowledgement that you are an accessory to it. In other words, this is how you put it at the bottom of the sheet and you notice them. Now you have something you can actually take them to court and say, hey, I noticed them on such and such a day. I noticed them on such and such a day. This is the evidence that we have. Now, uh, Zach and everybody there, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but I want to put out some really, really great news. It should have been the shot heard around the world. As you know, I've been working with people in the military to stop them from being removed from the service because of the uh, because of failure to obey. Uh, a lawful order, which was never a lawful order. So all the documentation we've been doing uh, for, what, two years now, it's finally come out. We finally got a, um, a, a military tribunal, a, a courts martial, and it was unanimous. They said, oh, here's what's important, guys. The first one was about religion. Then they said, oh, it's in, you know, the, the judge was real nice. And he said, these 10 guys, these Navy SEALs, that it's impossible for them to go fight for the freedoms that they then don't have the right to enjoy. But he said it only had to do with those 10 people. Now, what I'm about to share with you, I'm surprised no one knows. I'll send you the link, uh, Zach. Um, but there was a, a military uh, courts martial with a Navy officer, and he stood his ground. He didn't do the religious uh, uh, accommodation or anything. It was unanimous that here's what's important. It was not a lawful order. That's huge. It was not a lawful order because, and this is what's the important part, because there was no vaccine by definition. Now, I, I put the words in there because I've read the uh, um, uh, FDA requirements. It says, and, and line two of the order sheet itself. See, God always makes me get the document so I can read what's there. Line Colin, one says, Colin, yeah, Colin, I, I, I totally appreciate this, man, but I, we've got a whole bunch of people on the line to, to speak about the movie. Seconds, so, okay, okay. This is really, really important that people get this because okay. this is a shot heard around the world. They, it requires them to be fully licensed. The trick was they said it was approved. The word approved simply means it's approved for what? It's approved for them to do the manufacturing, but it's not licensed. There's five, at least five licenses they must have. The, the, de- the determination, the unanimous determination by a military tribunal was that there was no fully licensed vaccine. Therefore, it was not it was not a lawful order, which means that order to the entire government that was ordered to take this shot was unlawful. OK, right. and it also means and this is the, the thing that I put in the documents recently under the Uniform Code of Military Justice, it must be uniform. Therefore, everybody must be kicked out of the military because nobody has gotten a vaccine. Right on. Do you have this written up someplace so that I can uh, yeah, I got go- all the documents if you want it? Oh, yeah. I, I, by the way, I don't. Can you send me an email? Because for some reason, I I can't seem to get to yours anymore. So, OK, I Yes, yeah, I will. Continue. I will. After this. All right. Continue okay. competency training at gmail.com. All right. And blessings. God bless, brother. We'll talk to you soon. And it looks like we lost Chris. Um, Nick, would, can you do me a favor? Would you send Chris a text and see if he's uh, maybe going to hop in? I already in? did. You did? Okay. I already did. Good, yeah. good. Okay, let's bring in our next caller. 
Caller, you're on the line. Can we get a name? First Amendment rights, Zach. First Amendment rights. So good to hear from you. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing great. Oh, I've been loyal, but just haven't had anything to say until tonight. Okay. Um, so, Nick, I want to uh, also, I, I, I second, third, fourth, fifth, the fact that Justified was uh, one of probably the last TV shows I watched. Yeah. Can, well, can you, Nick, you hear me? Oh, yeah, we've okay. got you. We've got you. So, so I, I was at um, January 6th. I came up from Florida to go and answer the call. This is how it felt to me, like I was answering the call. And um, I, have a, I have a question for both of you guys. And, and anyway, I'll just ask this question. To what extent do you think that Washington, D.C. being not actually a part of the United States is getting away with the treatment of our fellow citizens because they really uh, were are being accused of doing something, but it wasn't in the United States where they did it. It was in Washington, D.C. Is that is that a factor at all, do you think? Well, there's a huge part of this that is a factor, and that is that um, when you're arrested for something in Washington, D.C., and you live in another state, you cannot bring your attorney with you from another state unless that attorney is licensed to practice in D.C. So all of these defendants have to have a, a D.C. attorney, and since most of them are not wealthy people, they get a court-appointed attorney that lives in Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C. is 96 percent Democrat. So most of these people's attorneys despise them. You know, and I've, I've firsthand knowledge, you know, talked to a number of them who said their attorney don't want to help them. They don't want to. They just plead guilty, plead guilty. They don't want to mount a defense at all. So you, you, just by being in D.C., you are isolated from uh, any sort of help you might get from any other state. So that's part of it. Um as far as what you're talking about, I, I'm not sure that's a deeper point, and that may be uh, that may be true. But I do know that the you know what what a bad position these defendants are being put in because they are not, yeah. um, you know, that they are being arrested in the District of Columbia. Nick, I never well, knew I that. That is, I'm sorry. Go ahead, First Amendment rights. It feels to me like I mean. I could chew nails and spit bullets. I'm so pissed off on what they're doing to these people. And so many of them are veterans, and I find that to be very interesting. But I think it's a tactic, you know, to, to get to cause such a deeply disturbing reaction in us and, like, force us to watch this horrific treatment of our fellow citizens, I think it's part of what I um, subscribe to the concept of mass formation psychosis. And, um, and Zach, to your um, point that you made earlier in the show about uh, Antifa allegedly going to Schumer's place, hey, that could very easily be just a tactic. And that would give Schumer a sound bite to say, oh, they're not just. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a good point. The, the, this group isn't just 
after the left. It could just be a tactic, you know, another move on the chessboard. And speaking of chessboards, I think you probably must know by now that we're 1,700 days since the last post, 17 months since the last post. And it appears as though the trip code is valid and that Q may have posted again today. Yes. uh, Yeah. Like four times, three or four times while we've been uh, on the air. So, yeah, very exciting (laughs) stuff. I I saw you looking at your phone at one point and I thought, I'll bet you he's looking right now. Um, But anyway, Nick and Chris, I want you guys to know that uh, there's average people like me out here and I became a precinct committee member. I've gotten seven people to go. Two of them, two, two of my, um, uh, recruits uh, were sworn in last week. And by God, we are working at the ground level and we're being inspired and driven by you guys. And I was one of your audience on the first night that, uh, I was able to get a ticket online and watch your movie. And um, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. I haven't seen you on the MG show. I haven't seen you interviewed on X22 Report. And I'm sure there's a lot of other platforms out there that I um, uh, uh, would love to see you guys on because I'm telling you that's that's what it's going to take and it will help. And that's the word of mouth um, uh, uh, grapevine, if you will. And um, and red pill. Those are the three I personally, and I'm, I'm old enough to be Zach's mother. I'm old <laughs> enough to remember the assassination of JFK. And I'm the majority out here, my age group. And yeah. we're not sitting back and waiting for somebody else to do it. And I just want you guys to know that uh, you're an inspiration and there's millions of people like me out here that are listening, watching, and getting active. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you once again for being here, First Amendment Rights. I appreciate you. Yeah, likewise. All right. God bless. Have a good night. We'll talk to you soon. Chris, we are glad to have you back. Is everything okay? Yeah, um, I had something unsettling happen that I'll I'll fill you and Nick on after we're off the air. Okay, well, you know, I hope everything's okay. So, um, let's, yeah, of course. Um, also, uh, I recently made contact with uh, another um, uh, independent journalist who was in D.C. on January 6th. His name is uh, Bobby Powell. He got some uh, footage of some of those um, agent provocateurs, and uh, we're hoping to do an interview this weekend. And I just wanted to know if you guys had ever made contact with Bobby. Yeah, well, I've had some interactions with Bobby, absolutely, and uh, good man. Okay. All right. Excellent. Bring in our next caller. And also, I need to say thank you to Vector over on Rumble. He said, thank God had a victory. God, no, today God had a victory. God wins. Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff today. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get a name? Shout out to Vector. I hope you're doing well and keep doing the work you do. It's really wonderful. Principal Uh, Enigma, it's wonderful to have you back, sir. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, I've got a couple of answers for the caller that just hung up. Okay. Uh, she asked about Washington, D.C., and I think I mentioned this before on your program, but I'm not sure. But in 1944, which is an interesting year because in 1844, several things took place that were really very interesting that they all took place in that year. But anyway, 100 years plus one forward, 
1944, the Bretton's Wood Act was passed. And it was either in that act or in an act that uh, coincided it that was passed by Congress the same year that ceded Washington, D.C. to the Crown of England. That's who owns Washington, D.C. Okay. Last uh, two Fridays ago, uh, DJ called in and uh, asked you to uh, um, look into possibly um, bringing somebody on that knows something about the Jesuits. Have you received an answer from anybody on that yet? I've had a lot of people suggest people, but I haven't had anybody send it through the contact form on my website. So it's some, it's not something that I have set up so far, but I am still looking for the best person to interview. Well, it, I, I can tell you who the best person is. This guy wrote a 3,000-page book called Vatican Assassins, the entire story about the Jesuits springboards from the assassination of JFK. And who is which that? Is a very, which is a very inst- interesting coincidence, uh, considering what DJ was saying in his call uh, three Fridays ago. Yeah. The guy's name is Eric, Eric John Phelps. Eric John Phelps. I know Leo Zagami was another name I was told. Eric John I am, Phelps. I'm familiar with that name as well. I'm familiar with that name as well. And in fact, I think he's done work with Eric. Okay. But let me tell you, Eric John Phelps is the de facto standard you want to go to. You just look up that name on, on the Internet, and it'll take you to his website. Uh, as soon as I get paid, not this Friday, but next Friday, I'm going to send you another um, uh, uh, flash drive with uh, Eric's stuff on it. Oh, great. Uh, and I think when you get that stuff, and it, I, I paid for it all, I'm, I'm basically sending you a copy of it if you want to support him then go ahead and, and buy it legitimately. But at least this way you'll have it to inspect before you get there, okay? Okay. And I want to congratulate uh, Chris and Nick. You guys are doing a really excellent job. I have not seen the movie yet, but I did have a question about it. During the movie, do you guys explain uh, or somehow draw a difference between um, the reason why this is happening to the people in, in the Google, Gulag? Basically, they're, they're suffering a result as the result of the fact that Congress has replaced the Constitution with uniform commercial code. They are suffering under the under the guise of, of not only admiralty law, but as well as the legal system, which is not necessarily in conjunction with the constitutional system, which is law. And I'm surprised uh, Colin hasn't brought this up yet. Gentlemen? I'm not an attorney, Um all the stuff, admiralty law, um, you know, are we in a state of emergency? I, that's, that's above my pay grade. All I can tell you is the folks that are in our movie, the people that we know and we're close to, um, the laws of the Constitution have not been followed in their arrests or in the way they've been, been held or in the way uh, their houses and families were treated and brought upon well, the reason. The reason that's happened is because uh, Washington, D.C. works under the, um, under the auspices of Uniform Commercial Code, not the Constitution. And the only way that's going to change is for us to get people in there from the country that do support without, without, with undying you know, failure, without, with undying success, they support the Constitution, its mandates. I don't see, I see it a living, I see it as a living document only from the aspect that it was written in a way that was meant to pass muster for every era. All right. Principal, you don't have to change it. 
Yes. I was just going to say, we've got a whole bunch of people on the line, so I want to make sure we keep moving on. But I just wanted to say thank you very, okay. very much for your call, buddy. Yeah, and uh, one more thing. Uh, one of the things that I think really needs to be stressed is the fact, don't forget the fact that we're in a spiritual warfare right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. When you look at everything that's going on, it's all tied together between two different entities, either Yahuwah or Lucifer, who got renamed to Satan. Absolutely agree. So, anyway, all right. you have Thank a good night, gentlemen. You as well. Thank you very much. God bless. So, Nick, what you said uh, earlier about you, I had no idea that if you are charged with crimes in Washington, D.C., that you couldn't just import a lawyer from anywhere. You are only going to be relegated to the legal expertise of people in Washington, D.C. And of course, they're completely stacked with, uh, you know, Democrats and, and Marxists and, you know, generally people on the left. Uh, that really diminishes the ability of anybody to be adequately represented. I mean, you're not going to find anybody that isn't an ally of the Democrats. Yeah, I mean, it is possible for an attorney to live outside of D.C. and be licensed to practice there. Yeah. But that process takes a while if they aren't already licensed to practice there. By the time they, they get their license, it's it's too late. So it, it is a real sinister complication in the whole ordeal. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to bring in our next caller. Caller, make sure you mute your stream. Yeah, I mean, it is possible. Caller, yes. caller. Yeah, I muted. This is DJ. DJ, welcome back to the show, sir. Uh, glad to have you here. And what's your question for uh, Nick and Chris? Um, I, I Well, I could say that. Honestly, I, I didn't see the movie, but I'm going to see the movie. As there's just been so many things going on, and I've been looking at a a whole bunch of stuff, so I haven't been able to get to it yet. But I will get to it, and I believe you guys do good work, so I'm sure it's going to be a good movie. But um, a couple of things I wanted to say, and I think I might have mentioned some of this before. In my eyes, just this is just my take from this. This whole thing is over already. This whole thing is over. It's been over a long time ago. Man, everything now is just played out for the public to see, to bring the public up to speed. And I think the day that it was over was when they handed out those envelopes at George H.W. Bush's funeral. And my thought is that in those envelopes, on those letters, was something like, you are under arrest for treason by whichever entity. I don't think it was the executive branch. It, I think it was a, like a military branch that handed out those those letters and said, you're under arrest for treason. And then they rounded up all those people and they said, here's, here's the way we're going to go, go going for. We're gonna, we, the Republicans, are going to lose this election and we're going to let you win. And we want you to do everything you, you think that you need to do to save yourself, but you only have four years to do it. And that's why we see this whole accelerated thing, so that they can show the American people, just like the Afghanistan debacle. Um, yeah, do what you need to do. You have limited power, do what you need to do. So they thought the right thing to, to was would be to stir um turmoil there with with that uh the bomb 
which was clearly probably from the CIA or other operatives in there that, that, that lit that bomb and killed those people um, to make them look even worse. They thought that that was going to like get the country in, in, in an uprage. Look at what they've done to us. But actually, Trump was there previously, and he made a bad. He made a, 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 a an agreement with the Taliban, most likely. So the Taliban didn't do anything. They were expecting the Taliban to come out in gangbusters and start shooting all over the place and killing people and hanging people. None of that happened. So in my in my and 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 the other part of it is is that. I see everything happening like clockwork. It is like clockwork. Not maybe not the year, but the dates following years and following years. So I believe that this whole thing is already over. This is just optics and theater for to wake people up. I that I truly believe that in my heart. And I am calm i am not excited anytime i see one of these things i'm not excited i you know they're, they're trying to push these red flag laws i'm in my mind i'm like no way not gonna work uh they were trying to stop o- roe v wade no way that's going to be overturned and it's a good thing it's been overturned and i can say this from a black man perspective they they have personally slaughtered 19 million of my black baby brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. And that is, I'm very, very upset about that. And I'm even more upset that black people are are not seeing this, but it's okay. We got this. We are going to win and it's going to be biblical. We've already won. They're desperate. If you look at what they're doing, they are breaking laws left and right. And people say, well, you know, they're going to get death. They are already desperate because they know they've already been caught because they told they were already caught and they know they're being used as puppets so that they, they can wake up the minds of everybody else. So we're winning this thing. There's no way we're not winning this thing. I can't see it going any other way. I, 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 I love the way this movie is playing out. Um, I look forward to seeing your movie, gentlemen. Zach, yes. as you know, we love you, and I know you love us. God bless you. God bless you all. God bless us all, and God bless America. God bless you, DJ. Thank you, Thank you for your call, sir. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you Zach, soon. Yes. Zach, I'm afraid I'm going to have to sign off here. It's uh, uh, okay. getting it's, a get little history. bit late here. Well, let me, let me just ask Chris. I mean, based upon what you said happened, do you need to get off too? Is that something that would help you to uh, handle whatever's going on? We got some people on it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Nick, in, in that case, thank you very, very much for being here. I do appreciate it. Anything further you'd like to say to the audience? Well, just thank you for having us, Zach. It's 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 really a great to great to talk to you again, and just encourage everybody to take a look at Capital Punishment. You won't believe what you see, and it, you'll see things there that you're not not going to see anywhere else. Absolutely, I completely concur. Make sure that you watch the film, guys. This is something worth supporting. All right, Nick. Thank you for being here, sir. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much, Zach. Absolutely. All right. So you know something that DJ said there, Chris. You know, the idea that this is a foregone conclusion. I mean, I, I, I have to say, you know, I mean, I, I, I agree 
that in the end, we know that uh, that that good will prevail. God is going to win. That means the American people are going to win. But obviously, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't continue to raise awareness on everything that's happened. Um, and it certainly does look to me like the Democrats are destroying themselves in in, you know, in a manner of speaking. At the end, when this is all said and done, I don't see how the Democrat Party can continue to exist uh, in, in any form. I mean, people are turning on them in droves. Never underestimate the power of brainwashing. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's people out there. I, I just got back from D.C. It's not just that D.C. is 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 Democrat, uh, 96% Democrat. Those people, there, there's a lot of people there that hate us. Mm-hmm. Um, I Something happened. I don't go online too much, but on Facebook, something very innocent turned into something. And the anger and the hatred that came out and the prejudice and the discrimination, it, it was it's truly it's truly concerning how much all the enemy's efforts to divide us has worked. Um, I'm from you know, I, I live in Texas now and there are people in Texas seriously considering you know, pushing legislation to get Texas to succeed from the United States of America. Um, God forbid, I don't. I don't want that to happen. Oh, I love Texas, and anybody who lives in Texas loves Texas. But that's what they want. They want us divided. Um, I want Texas to lead the way. I wish. I wish I could share Texas with 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 my friends and family back in California or in in some of these other states. It's. It's it's free down here. It's um, the way we treat people, the way we treat each other. Um, you demand a level of respect, but you give respect. Um, people don't come onto your ranch because they know they're going to get shot. Right. It's just it's just the way it is. So America's forgotten what it means to be American. And as far as what this gentleman is saying about he thinks the war is already won over, you know, gosh. I wish I wish he was right. You know, that, that would be nice for all of us. From my experience in, in when there's an intelligence operation being put out for whatever you're doing, you're going to run a deception story. You're right. going to run two or three cover stories. You may do what's called twinning, where you put out um, three fourths of the facts the way they really are. So people believe it just to get in that one point that you need to push the narrative just two or three points off because if you push the narrative off two or three points down here by the time it gets to the midterms the next election you've gone from center to way over here and boom you've missed your target so i would be very careful there's a lot of information out there there's a lot of stories out there and i'd be just just stay in your lane follow your gut and just i would rely on facts more right now than i would rumors if if that makes no, it makes total sense, and I'm absolutely right with they're right there with you. I, I'm constantly. I know, I know people that are in the trenches right now that are in dangerous positions, and I don't think they'd be in the, those positions if this was just a show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we are always fighting disinformation here. Okay, let's go ahead and bring in Sweda, our next caller, and then we've also got uh, Vector, and then a phone number. I don't know who that is, but uh, we'll be hopefully able to get to everybody tonight, it looks like. Sweda, welcome back. How are you? Yeah, hi, Red Phil. I'm good. Good to see you. Good to see you. So, uh, have you seen the film, Sweda? No, I haven't, Red Phil. It's totally worth it. Uh-huh. you you got to see it. So, what's your question yeah. for uh, for Chris? Uh, it's uh, not exactly a question, more of an observation. Now, uh, you know, uh, 
the Supreme Court verdict again for uh, you know against abortion and uh, thing, it's only done the Democrats a favor. You know, the, the people who are leaving the Democratic Party will now uh, you know find a reason to stay with the Democratic Party, and uh, people who are you know not paying attention to politics as such. Uh, and only the republicans were paying attention to politics and they were voting now democrats will pay attention more attention to politics and they will come out and vote you know uh, against the republic against uh, a republican government coming into power uh, so i feel you know the um the recent verdict as such is more you know it actually does a favor to the democrats all right, um, I, I'll I'll bite on that you know chris I, I'll, let me get your thought on this i mean certainly uh, this can be used as a galvanizing force for the Democrats to, you know, get people riled up and and you know rally around something. Um, but I personally think that any positive effect this might have on the Democrats and their messaging, it's going to be far more positive because of what we're fighting for. We're fighting for the the right of unborn children to live. And now that the Supreme Court has, uh, you know, made this decision, they've sent it back to the states. Uh, on an individual basis, 50 different times, we're going to have, uh, you know, a, a, a much clearer picture of America for the future, because we've already got, I think, something like 26 states uh, that are I- immediately going to make all forms of abortion illegal. What are your thoughts? I think that she- oh, no, let's get Chris's thoughts. Go ahead, Chris. I, I think that she brings up a very valid point, and I, I think that some Democrats will rally to that, but I don't think they have the numbers that they misled to. I think I'm, I'm, I'm concerned, and, and I hopefully I'm wrong, but I'm concerned that what they are going to use this for is more violence. And like I said earlier, you're going to see these squads of Antifa that are suddenly now pro-choice as their modus operandi. I just saw a clip before we got on of someone on a bike um hassling somebody and knocking his sign out and his phone i think the guy might have been from heritage back in dc and i recognize that that the type right away he's an ap he's he's in pretty good shape he's on a bike and his job is to start a fight his job is to go in and be the brawler to get things happening and when they go in squads you have one in every squad um i think that's really the main thing they're going to do if they get other people to come out and vote for them that's great but i think they know that even if they got every democrat out there that that's that still thinks biden is the bomb they wouldn't have near enough to to win an election and from the folks i've been working with um they used to be able they think they used to be able to throw elections about four percent one way or the other um then it got up what they did here was over 20 percent so if more than 20% of Americans come out to vote this next election, um, you know, according to, to the folks I've been talking about, they think they've cleaned up about 30 to 40% of the corruption and, and the gaps. Um, that still leaves 60% out there. So that means they can still swing, you know, 15, 60% of the election. Um, we'll see if we have a real tide, a real wave. Um, we'll see if they stop counting at 10 o'clock at night again. Yeah. Yeah. Sweden, go ahead. And I, I, uh, you know, uh, my thoughts on abortion are now, if, you, if you're really, you know, they say the Republicans say that they care about, you know, the, the life of a child, the unborn child. But if you care so much about life, now I'm not a supporter of uh, Medicare for all. But then if you're supporting, you know, if you're supporting that uh, the right for, uh, you know, if, if you're against abortion, then you might as well be Medicare for all. You know, if you, uh, you, a person who's saying that they want to abort a child because, you know, 
they can't afford the medical expenses they can't afford education they can't afford um, the living expenses of a child that's why they want to abort the child and they, they want to plan their life so that they have comfortable life um so unless you are supporting medicare for all you know i don't think you should be against abortion uh because if you say you care for life then you know you should care for the life of the person who who can't afford his insulin or who can't afford his surgery for something well i i'm you know i understand the argument for social safety nets but i think that this is also an argument about personal responsibility i mean the life of the child okay the unborn baby that baby can't defend itself uh the parents who brought it into the world are the ones who are responsible to safeguard it through life and uh, the hope is that by the time you live to be a ripe old age that you've also thought ahead to ensure that you're either going to have a safety net within your family uh, or you've been able to uh, uh to prepare that for the future but to me medicare for all sounds closer to a uh, a socialist system and uh we've seen it in other countries when the government gives free health care to everybody they start making decisions based upon the costs that are going to be incurred and there's a distinct possibility that you may not even get the care that you need because perhaps on uh, you know some accountant's ledger it was found that it's just not worth it i mean people in other countries not getting organs and stuff that they need not getting treatments that they need chris i don't know if you want to comment too i do have an observation on the abortion thing uh mine comes more from a spiritual perspective um i've i i've, I've if, if you know how an abortion is performed, if you know the pain it causes the the child, the fetus, that's one thing. It's it's if, if most people knew what the, what what happens, they would they wouldn't be for abortion. The second thing is you have to understand we're not just talking about terminating fetuses anymore. They'd push this up to the day of delivery. And in go, some cases, even after push past the day, of, even after, yeah. even after, you're talking about. Let's let's be really clear here. You're talking about murdering children. And the Bible is very clear from the beginning. God's people went to war with people that sacrificed children. Whether you like it or believe it or not, I'm from Hollywood. I've run into people. There are Satanists out there that in their ceremonies, they, they believe they are harvesting the energy from when you sacrifice a child. Yeah. So I can't help but think, how has the balance, as of today, in this nation tipped? Where we've gone from a nation that's murdered tens of millions of children to now we're a nation where we stood up and said no more we're protecting our children if we want to earn god's favor i'm hoping he's up there and he's smiling on it and saying hey you, you kids are moving in the right direction and perhaps he will bless this land again we yeah coy, coy was coy was on the steps of the capitol you know asking to see god's face and praying for him to heal the nation he got thrown in prison so did saint paul but good things happen. So we'll see. I absolutely agree. You know, at, at, at any point, like once that baby is conceived inside the womb, you know, whether, you know, whatever gestational stage it's at, I believe, and I think uh, for most people here agree with me, that that soul has entered that child. And, uh, you know, the, the thing that they've done is to to take anything they can to label it as anything other than a baby. Because you say, you know, killing a baby, I think that people immediately recoil at that. But they say, you know, we're you know, we're ending the fetus in the first trimester 
and suddenly it's not a baby, but there is a spark of life. Absolutely. When that sperm enters the egg, it becomes a, you know, the very earliest stages of a human being. And I believe that there is a soul inside of it. And so, you know, the murder of that baby is what we're fighting against. When, when my daughter, when my daughter came out of my wife's body, she was crying. The nurse said to me, dad, talk to her. She knows your voice. The minute I opened my mouth, my daughter stopped crying. Two seconds later, she grabbed my finger. She would not let go of it. According to these people, I'm saying these people, in their mind, it's okay. it would have been okay to murder my daughter at that point in her life. Yeah, This is evil, and today the American people stood up and said, no mas. Yeah, there have been so many, like, like the, 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 the amount that they have tried to push people to normalize the murdering of babies. I mean, because, you know, initially it was just the idea that, oh, well, it's only a fetus. It's not a baby. It's only in this early stage within the pregnancy. But lately they have pushed it to the moment of birth. Slightly after birth, we had Governor Northam of Virginia talking about making a baby comfortable before they killed it after it came out of the womb. Uh, And then also I've seen liberals say that if the mother wants to terminate that baby, kill that baby up to 10 months after it's come out of her body, that she should be able to do it. And, you know, the, the abortion debate has become so perverse and they have done everything they can to desensitize people to the idea that that is a baby, no matter what stage it's in. It's so that's that's definitely what I've been fighting against. Yeah. And thank you. Thank you for doing that. It's, yeah. it's time for people to take a stand for exactly what we just said on abortion. And also say, yes, I'm sorry, but transgender men can't get pregnant. It's just a fact. OK, yeah. it's it's time for people to stand up for the facts. It's time for people to be brave enough to speak their mind and not worry about the consequences. That's what this country was founded upon. You know, when they kill the First Amendment, they're killing the country. Yeah, true. All right, Sweden, we got a couple other people on the line. I want to make sure we get to them. I really appreciate you calling in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to- what, what's that? I'd just like to repeat the email addresses of uh, Eric Karlstrom and uh, the numbers of um, Roger Tolsis. Um, Eric Karlstrom is E-R-I-C-K-A-R-L-S-T-R-O-M at fairpoint.net. Fairpoint.net, okay. Uh, Roger Tolsis, the number is 760. Okay. 668. Okay. 2245. 2245, okay. And uh, Douglas Jones is that gang stalking show at gmail.com. T-H-A-T-U-N-G. Gang stalking, S-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-S-H-O-W at gmail.com. Okay. Got it. All right. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. calling. Appreciate Thank it. You. We'll talk to you next time. Okay. And. Uh, let's see. We've got Vector coming in next, and I need to say thank you to, uh, let me see, there was one additional thank you, and I think I lost it, you guys. I'm sorry. Let me see if I can pull it back up here. Uh, yes, here we go. It was Trump card 45, two-year Delta post 45-12 Obama and Biden mugshots. That's uh, something that I've been anxiously hoping to see. Uh, Vector, you're on the air, buddy. Good to hear from you. Hello, uh, Zach. Hello. Is it Chris? It is. Hello. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, uh, welcome. Uh, 
to uh, uh, hospitality from the people of Australia. Yeah, we've we've had a really big day today. I got up to the news that Roe versus Wade was overturned. So it's been a, an incredibly good day, and uh, I've, all the liberals I work with, their heads have been turning around. They need an exorcism. So that's been fantastic, as well as uh, just stuff like the the constitutional carry. Coming in on the 1st of July in Indiana, um, other wins coming, I think, with gun laws. They're really putting pressure on the gun laws now because they knew this Roe versus Wade thing was going to happen and uh, they knew that Antifa and BLM were going to go and burn cities down from, from, from coast to coast. So expect that to happen. Um, it's, it's extremely exciting. And then we've got Q posts. I don't want to bog everyone down with that, but uh, that's extremely significant. So I'll be going down and breaking down the timestamps and, and doing that kind of work, which I haven't done for 1,700 days, by the way, 1,700 yep. days, Zach. So that's quite significant, isn't it? Um, it's been a big day. Uh, you know what I, all I'm going to say is God wins. So there's that. I'm super excited. I love everyone in my uh, my American Patriot movement, my brothers and sisters. Uh, Chris, your J6 stuff, I've got to go and watch that movie. Is it not out yet? Have I already oh, no, seen it or out. not seen it? It's out. How long has it been out for? It's been out since uh, Thanksgiving, but if you would have seen it, you would have known it. Um, just I know and- it. I'm sure I saw it, bro. I'm sure I saw that. Yeah, I just need to see it again. It was a while ago when it first came out, I think I remember, because I remember the name, bro, and I think you were on the show before already. Like, you've already been on Zach's show, right? Yes. Yes, sir. Six months ago. Okay, fantastic. So I missed the beginning of the show. Long and the short of it, are we getting these guys out because they're being held as political prisoners and they're being treated like like dogs? And it's the thing that's at the forefront of my mind. And I know it's at the forefront of President Trump's mind, especially after Peter Tickson's uh, interviews with, with Red Pill. Again, congratulations, Red Pill. Like, what the hell, bro? you got President Trump's lawyer reaching out to you. And then you, we've got Dinesh D'Souza on, 2,000 mules, and you had Cash Patel the week before. So you've got some serious fire going on, bro, and you just keep that up, man. I told you this was going to happen. I don't know how many times I've said this on air, bro. So Nostradamus. Well, Go ahead, Chris. Said, somebody said once, you are the news now. That's right. <laughs> and that's the truth. Like, I didn't realize what that meant at the time, and it's progressed to the point where, yeah, well, no, we really are the news now. We're building a a very big multimedia uh, network on Odyssey and everywhere else. I won't get into it on the show now, but it's a big thing. And I just wanted to say, Zach, that um, DJ Zero Day, Olivia, she's just got a whole heap of very, very expensive equipment from sponsors to set up uh, uh, her DJ studio and a broadcast studio uh, at her house. And so um, she's pretty excited. But she did have a bad accident yesterday at work and she slipped over and she fell on her face and hurt her shoulder. And so she wasn't at work today. So maybe if you can give her a bit of a prayer. Oh, yeah, then, um, absolutely. Olivia, and did you tell her thank you from uh, the last time that I told you to uh, thank her for the uh, the gifts that you sent? Hopefully you saw that show, Vector, where I showed all that stuff off, man. Yeah, man, I saw everything, got really excited. Everyone's seen everything, and they know that I know you as well. When they saw that Peter Tickton interview, they, my inbox uh, got bombarded, and I'm like, look, mate, That's great. I didn't know that this is going to happen, so don't ask me, because they're like, did you know this? And I'm like, no, I didn't know, man. I've got nothing to do with this, so. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Vector, we've only got a couple minutes left. I don't want to get these last two calls in, but uh, I love you so much. And uh, I saw that you emailed me and I'm going to reply in there. Okay. Yes, please. It's an important couple of interviews, but if you can help me do that, uh, I've got a lot of big things for you and I won't go into it much more than that, but I love you. I love your guest, Chris. Thank you. Please keep doing this, this important work and to your audience, keep to fight up where we've had a very good winning day. The United States of America is going to keep on going. You know, the Second Amendment shall not be infringed. And we save all those babies. I don't know how, 63 million babies a year or whatever it is. Damn, God's happy today. Let's go, Brandon. Absolutely. All right. Love you, you, brother. We'll talk to you soon.
All right. And two callers left, guys. If you're not on the line already, please don't jump on. We're going to take these two callers. Caller, you're on the air. Can you tell me what your question for Chris is? Oh, uh, yeah. Good, good evening. It's, um, I love your show, Zach. I've been loving it, watching it for years, and uh, I've just got to give you kudos to that. And I also know Chris. My name is Terrence Mitchell. And uh, my, my question is about the uh, agent provocateurs. I have issues with the whole concept of Chuck Schumer going out and threatening Supreme Court justices. I have Maxine Waters came out today and said to H with the Supreme Court, they're going to defy it on purpose. But yet, our president, we got 81 million votes. People came there for him to support the fact that this whole thing was a farce. But yet, he said, we're going to peacefully and patriotically march over across the way and make our voices heard. And nobody says anything about the dichotomy of that. How is it that people can get up, get away with saying what they're saying when they took an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States? Absolutely. But yet and, they're and, doing everything in their power to destroy it. And uh, I got my very first scholarship, my very first scholarship for a mock trial about the 14th Amendment. And the 14th Amendment had nothing whatsoever to do with, with, with an abortion. That is not a constitutionally protected right. It belongs with the states where it should be. Yes. And, and everything that's happening now should have happened 50 years ago. Absolutely. And, and now it's coming out that the lady that actually did that was never actually attacked. That's true. That's true. And what you said there about President Trump's statement, Chris, they had to selectively edit that out of uh, uh, the January 6th trial. They couldn't allow that to be heard. No, this just cracks me up. And first of all, Terrence, I want to thank you for your service. Terrence is a naval veteran, and his job was he provided security for pastors around the world in the Navy. Um, thank you, Terrence. Um, so what you just said about that statement, T, um, and what you followed up on, Zach, we show in the movie how they creatively edited that and then put it on Good Morning America and all the fake news. Um, they edited two lines together to make it seem like he was being more aggressive than he was. So we called him out on that. And then they tried using the line again in the J6 hearing. And what they did is they played the first part of it. And then instead of cutting into the second part, they muted his voice. So they muted his voice, but if you're deaf or a lip reader, you can see the president's lips saying, even though they cut the audio, peaceably. So this just shows how desperate they are, that they're not even doing a good job on their propaganda. It's, I mean, if it wasn't so dangerous to the country and people weren't dying and losing their lives right now, um, it, would be, it, would be, it would be humorous. It would be funny. Well, it's pathetic is what it is. And the, and the fact that there's so many people still, like the same group of people that are in their cars by themselves, wearing their masks, driving around, I guess they're waiting for CNN to come along and tell them, oh, wait, when's Fauci going to give us permission to breathe air? You know, it's that same crowd of people that don't check the facts. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Just, just, just open your eyes and check the facts. Turn off the TV about the propaganda and just open your eyes and look. I'm hosting yet another uh, watch party for your movie. I've given one of them uh, to, to a Patriot friend that I know, and I hold um, parties that people come over and just watch the film just to educate them and just see. That's no great. judgment, just open your mind with an open mind and leave here, and they all leave convinced. What can I do right now in, in Tampa Bay? What can I do right now to make this thing go where it needs to go? Hold bigger watch parties. I, uh, you know, I, I actually recently went to my county um, 
uh, GOP meeting, Terrence. And when we were there, they had heard of uh, 2000 mules, but they hadn't heard of capital punishment. Um, you know, I think that uh, joining as many local groups as you can and uh, and yeah, just like Chris said, host large watch parties um, and uh, also perhaps if you have birthdays or holidays coming up for anybody in your life, buy yourself a case of the DVDs and give them away as presents. And, and, and if we could get every GOP party, everything out there, just, you know, they have they have movie nights, have mm-hmm. a movie night, show this movie. Yeah, we don't charge people. We they get the DVD. You can show it to ten thousand people. That's fine. Um, that's that's how we do this. It's it's got to be bottom up. But that's how the Constitution has framed our country. Bottom up. Well, it, 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 thank you for that. It absolutely will happen. Everything is in God's timing. You know, in the end, God wins. You know, absolutely. and I think that what we're experiencing right now, we were talking about. You know, there even before before Christ, there are interreligions. God said, thou shalt not worship any other gods before me, because they were doing that. And those people do believe in harvesting the energy and the blood and the parts of, 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 the, of the unborn. And now that that's happening, the devil knows his time is short, so he's doing everything in his power to get his minions activated, because the energy transference is no longer going to be there, at least in capacity that it was before. And now, we need to be extra vigilant not to not to go into the world and meet these idiots with hate like they've done to us, mm-hmm. but to educate and love them in such a way that they come on board and realize, wow, this could be my children as well. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. You know, at a certain point, Terrence, uh, these people are all going to realize just how badly they've been lied to, how badly they have been manipulated. Uh, and at that point, you know, we absolutely have to be there with open arms to, uh, you know, teach them what's going on and, and the true nature of this stuff. Um, because the people who are still adamantly following the agenda of the Democrat Party, either they are psychotic or, as Chris said, they're simply brainwashed and they're suffering from Stockholm syndrome. You know, there's and they're suffering from the Common Core education system, oh, absolutely. where they wipe out the Constitution. They have absolutely no idea that 9-11 was an inside job. They have no idea that that stole our Fourth Amendment rights, the gun after our First Amendment. Do you ever think you live in a world where churches would be closed on Sundays, but liquor stores would be open? <laughs> or that you'd be required to wear a mask when you walk into a bank? You know, but that's what we wound up going through. And there's people who honestly don't know their rights. They don't know the Constitution because they don't know it, but believe whatever they're told about it, which is why you've got these people fighting for something that that doesn't even exist. It never did exist. And they're so stupid, they can't, they can't look past their own idiocy in terms of how stupid they are and how brainwashed they've been. They don't believe they've been brainwashed. Yeah, it's true. Chris, what were you going to say? I forgot. Okay. All right. Well, listen, Terrence, I appreciate you calling in, buddy. Thank you uh, for your service as well. And uh, we, we're just going to take this last Thank call you. and then we got to jump off. But thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Excellent. Thank you. Be blessed. Now. Thank you so much. God Bye, bless. God bless Bye, <laughs> That's cool. I always like it when people who know my guests personally call in. And finally, it's actually Bobby Powell, who I had mentioned earlier. Bobby, just waiting for your audio to connect. And we should have you out. Hot mic. Can you hear me, Bobby? Yes, sir, I can. How about you? I'm good. Yes, yes. Uh, All right, good deal. Thank you for calling in. What's your question for Chris? Well, hey, Chris, you know who I am, right? 
I took the video of those two federal agents attacking the Capitol on the East Steps, right? I, Are you, yes. You put my video in your movie, dude. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. And, and thank you for everybody that's, you know, been sharing it. It, uh, it's really been a difficult journey over the last 17 months. Nobody wants to uh, do anything about this. I've contacted the FBI five separate times, offering to come in and give them all of my footage from the 5th, 6th, and 7th, and, uh, you know, sit down and give them an interview. They have refused me each and every time. Epic Times just came out with a, a great article that appeared on their online website, and it did so well on their website, they put the video on the front page of their print magazine called Insight. And on July 1st, they're going to release a two-part special about all of the suspicious actors that were at the uh, Capitol, on the, on, specifically on the East Steps. Attorney Brad Geyer has compiled a list of over 80 different federal, people that he believes are federal agents, people that have never been charged, and people that have uh, not appeared on the FBI's website. These are unknown individuals, and the FBI is absolutely not looking for them, and uh, they need to be found. So, uh, you know, I've been beating my head against the wall for the last 17 months <laughs> through three heart attacks and having to lose my house because I've been demonetized everywhere. But doggone it, I, I don't mind fighting because it's, this is something that's worth fighting for. I took an oath as a 16-year-old Marine recruit to protect and defend this nation from all enemies, foreign and domestic, and I was never issued an expiration date, okay? So... As long as I'm alive, I will defend this nation. Just as I defended that window on January 6th, people were trying to get in. I wasn't going to allow it because, you know, it's wrong. You know, breaking windows and, and jumping into a uh, Senate office through it and, and, and just raiding the Capitol. I mean, that people got excited. They got carried away. And they went in through entrances that had been opened up by Capitol Police officers. Yeah. And uh, I caught video of this all over the place, and the FBI is not doing a single thing about it. Like I said, I've contacted them five times, offering to come in and give them everything I have. They refuse to do anything. And now, here's where it really gets weird. Bobby, okay. Bobby, 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 oh, I, I just yes. we're, we're at the end of the show, so I, I want to okay. get so sure. I just wanted to get Chris's response to that. And then you and I are going to have a conversation offline tomorrow. Chris, go ahead. Yes, sir. I'm just glad Bobby's walking around a free. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you both. All right. Well, Bobby, thank you very much for calling in, brother. I appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to having a conversation with you about this, too. Yes, sir. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, brother. Have a great night. Yeah, you, too. All right, Chris, I want to thank you very much uh, for coming back. You know, obviously, I feel this movie is uh, it, it couldn't the importance cannot be overstated. Um, you said that you don't mind people hosting watch parties. If you ever told me that I could host a watch party here on the channel for it, I absolutely would. But I also think it's very important for people to support you guys financially. You know, if you are ever going to do a part two, uh, then I think doing a deep dive investigation specifically and only into the possible agent provocateurs that were present on that day. I think that would be an excellent way to go. What would you really like for people to take away from our conversation tonight? First of all, let me touch base on what you just said. It, it's so funny you've said that. Um, 
we wanted to do something like that and do something short that we could just get it out and give it away. Um, I think the nation really needs to see that. We're trying to see if we can get the resources together to do that because I know exactly what kind of information we could put in that. Um, and the question is, though, if we can't get this movie out, right. how do we get the part out? But you and I are on the same page. What I want people to take away from today, knowledge is power. We're in the greatest information war the planet has ever seen. And when it comes to January 6th, everything they've told you is a lie. If you unravel even a piece of this, everything falls apart. Because once you realize how bad they've lied to you here, you're going to say, well, what else do they lie about? What are they lying about? And one thing I want to say real quick, um, I'm glad T is doing those those parties. And I know where he lives. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's not just conservative people who's showing it to. It's been my experience in screening this film that when hardcore liberals see the movie, they don't die listening. That is, they don't die. Excuse me. They don't cry listening to Aaron Babbitt talk about his wife. They don't cry when Ashley dies on camera. They cry when her dog dies. And that really moves. That's where their emotional center is. And they fall apart. I mean, they literally fall apart when that dog dies. And then they get it because they, they process, they process information in a different way. It's not facts, it's feelings. And that hits them, punches them in the gut. And then all of a sudden, the person you're sitting next to that an hour and a half before you might think is your enemy or you might think you're never going to reach them, now you're two Americans saying, hey, let's get our country back. And we'll do it in different ways because we do move in different circles. But we've broken that wall. We've we've eliminated the weapon of division they've thrown against us. So that's what I hope for. I hope people can have the scales dropped in their eyes and we work together and – I think we're going to see a big shift after today. I really think spiritually and emotionally, big things are going to happen after today. I I think you're absolutely right. All right. uh, Before we end the show, guys, let me just do a couple of quick thank yous. I need to say thank you to Aaron uh, Moriarty on Cash App. Also over on uh, Buy Me a Coffee. Uh, Ildi the Hun, thank you very much. Earl's daughter said, love God and your neighbors. Today was a great day of victory, even if the left tries to destroy it. They're not going to be able to take this one away from us. Over on Foxhole, Lynn's over it. Thank you. Earl's daughter says, do you think today's ruling is turn is a turning point or just another day to excuse abuse of the innocent? No, I absolutely think today is a turning point. Massive. Sean Joe, thank you very much for those cookies. I seek truth says, thanks, Brett Hill, for all you do. Uh, J2 Dank, thank you. L Wareham says uh, a new post on the uh, on the boards. You guys, uh, we had three new posts on the boards. Uh, it's the trip code. Uh, uh, other than that, I can't tell you with any certainty who it is, but I tend to think that they are totally legit. Uh, Oki Seven says just pray. Matt Couch, good to see you, buddy. Dropped a couple of cookies, Doctor Hoffman. Zach, have you seen the new posts? Yes. Uh, Oki Anon, uh, it's just a show. Uh, 10 TCB says SCOTUS was forced by the left's leaders so they can blame Trump prior to elections. Ocean Fide uh, says, I appreciate you. Lynn's over. It says, God bless America and a great show. JBA 512 with a phone. And then Neoma said, yes, everybody start and keep hosting watch parties of capital punishment. Please, you guys. This film is so important. I think that everybody here should own a copy because uh, once we wake people up, then we're going to need to look back and remember what it was that was uh, something that was able to change people's minds and show them what's actually happening. Thank you very much, Chris, for being here. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. We're going to close the show. Chris, I'm going to give you a call on my phone. Okay, buddy? 
God bless, buddy. Okay, God bless, and we'll see you all tomorrow. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com, that's www.trimwithus.com, to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.